Hi, welcome to For the Culture Canada, the center point of art and entrepreneurship. Today uh, is a very special day, not because it's my birthday, but because I have an embroidery artist here for the very first time. And the really cool thing is that she's been doing very, very good work in what she's been doing. So what I mean is... Um, I follow her on Instagram and I have been for a little bit now and the work that she does is just so detailed. There's so much depth in what she does. Uh, I find that the work for me, when I see it, uh, some of it is really clever. It's three-dimensional, it's enticing, it could be very artsy and eye-catching. And uh, she has her own shop on Etsy, which has actually been favorited 38 times. And uh, it is called, her store is called Thread for Filth, which is also her Instagram name. Who I'm talking about, of course, is Quinn Bray that runs thread for filth on instagram thank you so much for joining the show thank you for having me that's awesome yeah yeah i how love you... that intro <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much how do you feel right now uh good a yeah. little nervous but good <laughs> don't worry it, you have nothing to be nervous about i promise okay good. um how was your day so far today good busy yeah. i worked and then came home uh, <laughs> now i'm here yeah and then you have school afterwards yeah you're a very busy person yeah <laughs> Yeah, you actually have what you have two jobs. Yeah. You also do photography occasionally. You're also a student and you do this. Yeah. Damn. How yeah. do you find the time for that? Uh I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I just uh figure it out, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. Um okay, so I wanted to sort of get into your past a little bit. So uh tell me, where are you from? I'm from Toronto originally, okay. but I moved here in twenty fifteen when I was eighteen. Mm. Mm -hmm. All by yourself? Yeah. My, um, I moved to Banff originally um, because after high school, I was bored and wanted to do something different. Um, so I moved to Banff and I wanted to stay there for an entire year, but I lasted three months. Why? And it was, it's really isolating there. And it was like my first time leaving home and my first time like even flying alone. So right. I think I just jumped into it too quick. Right. But instead of taking what I thought of as a step backwards, I moved to Kelowna instead. Wow. Yeah. So um, that must have been a big difference to go from like the big city of Toronto to something so small like Banff. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you chose Kelowna. Why? Uh, my grandparents are from here, so I've been here a few times to visit them. Um, so I lived with them for a month or two, and then my dad was moving out here a few months after. Right. So I just thought rather than going somewhere new again, I'd go somewhere sort of familiar. Right. And then it just kind of clicked, and I want to stay here now. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. And the cool thing, I mean, I don't know about your perspective, but to me, Kelowna always seemed like a very nice middle ground between a big city and a small town. So true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you found that to be true then, uh -huh. honestly. 100%. And from going to Toronto to Banff and then finding like a middle ground was so important. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Did you like uh, living in a big city like Toronto or was I, that too much? I liked it, um, but I think it's all I knew at that point. So when I, you know, like going to school on the transit and having someone's armpit in your face all the time <laughs> is really annoying. But coming to Kelowna where it's more spaced out, but not necessarily boring yeah. is really, really nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like Toronto, but at the same time, it's just, it's not it doesn't really suit my wavelength anymore, I guess, right. if that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you see yourself uh, living here eventually, you know, maybe raising a family or just like settling down? Do you see that happening here in Kelowna or do you see yourself moving somewhere else? Um, here in Kelowna, for sure. I My goal is to have a house on Abbott oh, <laughs> and really? be super rich. But <laughs> if that doesn't happen, then I'll settle for another home somewhere in Kelowna. Okay. That's, yeah. That's fair. Well, hey, I mean, there's a lot of rich people in Kelowna. So mm-hmm. if they can make it work, I'm sure you can. Yeah, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah, if I embroider your... a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, how did you get into embroidery in the first place? Uh, my friend Becca, I visited her house once and she did embroidery for a little bit at that point. Um, and her walls were just so nice cause she had all her hoops up and I thought like, oh, that's probably something I can do. Um, and like I tried painting and I tried knitting and it was just really boring. And like oh. with painting, if you screw up, then it, I mean, I guess you can cover it, but, yeah. um, with embroidery, you can like unstitch it. So it's just very relaxing. Right. And um, being able to like control it creatively and like it's a mixture of drawing and like fiber arts, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of clicked. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. It's awesome. I noticed that. Mm-hmm. I noticed that in your work, like say, for example, the um, rollerblader, right? The one with the flower for hair, mm-hmm. like all the flowers for hair. Uh, it kind of really did remind me of um, like drawing. It really reminded me of that sort of art style or even like that girl that's smoking with the flowers coming out of it. It's like, yeah. this looks like something that you could draw yeah. is, or even have it as a tattoo. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I like draw it in Photoshop first and then trace it over my laptop. So it's kind of mixing together um, I know that artistic side while also being able to stitch over top of it. Right. Um, and like, I've done a few shows where people want to touch it a lot. And I think that's pretty cool having an art where they're like, Oh, can I touch? And I'm like, yeah, you can. Yeah. See, that's really cool too, mm-hmm. because people love that interactivity with art, especially yeah. since, you know, for years, for decades, people have always known to not touch art. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool to have that so inviting. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And you brought a little piece to actually show. And uh, it's it's the one with the skull and the flower crown on it. So mm-hmm. good. It's such a detailed piece of work. And, it, and the flowers look three-dimensional, which always caught my eye because your choice of colors really do that. You know, the pumpkin that you have, for example, you know, with the light or sorry, with the colors that you choose and where you place those colors, it really gives a good amount of three dimensions there so um <laughs> where did you where did you learn to do that just through your friend just all the techniques and everything or um I just kind of figured it out like the first one I did um ever was just a bunch of shapes and a bunch of different like stitches and then on Instagram there are accounts that just pretty much give you little tutorials of how to do little stitches right and then past there I'd have an idea to make something like my favorite knot is like the French knot and that's what makes all the little flowers of the girl's afro and all that kind of stuff so I incorporate a lot of those into my work but I kind of just figured it out as I went um but yeah, my friend, she now lives in Kamloops, so I would pick her brain, but I can't anymore because she lives so far away. Oh. Yeah, but, well, not so far away, but yeah. Do you keep in touch with her online, though? Yeah. Okay. She's, um, she's super, pretty successful on Instagram, um, so we have pretty similar, like, favorites on there, and we just kind of like, oh, look at this one, and we'll send stuff back and forth. Right. Um, so it's cool that I think she sees me now on the same level, other than just 
someone who's asking her for advice all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. How long did it take you to get to the sort of level that you are now? Because I, I know that you actually posted a picture of an embroidered tree that you did from mm -hmm. last year versus this year. And there's a huge difference. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the Christmas tree that you did is just, so, it's got so, it's so full and there's <laughs> so many different things on there. So have you been, so it's been about a year that you've been doing embroidery? Yeah, I think it was... Mm, I think it was April 2017, maybe, maybe a little earlier. I'm not sure, <laughs> but yeah, I've definitely improved, but I also see a lot of room for improvement, yeah. um, especially with being on Instagram and seeing all the other people. I'm like, oh, I wish I could do that. But one day, yeah, one, <laughs> one day. day I will. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I know that you actually have, um, one of your inspirations is actually cross stitch coven. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 it's just super cool. I think there's a group of like four or five people who run that account oh, okay. and a lot of their stuff is super cool. And like embroidery is a little different than cross stitch, but the same general idea is there, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, mean, it's okay. I mean, I'm sure like looking at this aesthetic, like with the coral sort of walls and like the yellow and stuff i'm into like that and i was telling you earlier how like girls etsy aesthetic is so much more interesting than guys usual aesthetic mm -hmm. but like embroidery and all that type of stuff and like knitting and cross stitching i have no idea that's like yeah. a whole nother language to me yeah i have um people come up to me like uh, my boyfriend's aunt she's like oh i'd love you to do this commission for me and she showed me what she wants to do and it was cross stitch which i don't really know how to do because it's yeah. all i don't know there's like counting involved and there's like like little boxes. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, I could try it, but I don't know. Um, I'm sure I could figure it out, but it's all pretty similar. Yeah. 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 I was showing my girlfriend, uh, some of the work that you did, like the chill or like the little dog that you have. And I can totally see it matching her aesthetic. Yeah, like when she awesome. moves into her own place and like, um, so if she ever wants some embroidery done, <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. But, um, okay. So, uh, it took you about a year or so to sort of like, uh, to do your thing and grow. When did you open up your Etsy shop? Um, I think maybe March or April um, last year. So like, I think I started around Christmas because I remember doing the tree. Right. But I don't have a specific start date. But I know that I opened it way after because I didn't feel like my stuff was good enough for people to want. Right. Um, but after I made my Etsy, it took a good while to get my first sale. Yeah. And then after, like, I was ecstatic at my first sale. That was awesome. Um, but then after that, it was really picking up, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Did you yeah. do any sort of like marketing for that to uh, get it more noticed? Just on Instagram, really. Mm. Um, that's about it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Really simple. Yeah. 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 It's really cool that nowadays that you can do that. You can just post on Instagram and that could be like your marketing. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I um, probably should post on Facebook or something, but I just haven't. <laughs> oh, I, I'm in that same boat with you, though. Mm -hmm. You know, I honestly, I just don't care for Facebook that much. Same. Right. But it's it's kind of but it's good, though. There's so many people that still use it, like millions and millions of people. Um, so I, I, you know, it's it sucks. I don't want to use it. It's like yeah. more work to put out. But Literally. nah, people see that, though. Yeah, yeah. for sure. 
there's a whole different demographic of people that use it so yeah, yeah for sure um but anyway though um so okay so you've been using your you've been doing your etsy store for about a year now you seem to be getting pretty significant traction like seeing that you've been favorited like 38 times is kind of like mind-blowing yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. so sick um have you ever had any of your friends just sort of ask you for commissions and things like that or just uh requests yeah i think about I guess, I guess maybe because it's Christmas, but, um, about 80% of the stuff I post on Instagram right now are commissions. Okay. Um, so a lot of it is just my friends or like family or I've had strangers, um, often from faith or sorry, from Instagram, um, ask me for stuff as well. And then also I network through shows that I do like markets. Yeah. Um, which Markets are interesting um, because when I first do them, I'm like, oh, I feel kind of nervous, like trying to sell my own product. Um, But then like afterwards, even if I don't make a ton of sales after, I'll get messages like, oh, can you do this for me? And it's super cool. Yeah. Um, But yeah, all my friends are super supportive, which is super nice. Yeah, that's really good. I'm glad Mm -hmm. to hear that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your friends sound really nice. (laughs) Um, But uh, how often do you do shows, though? Um, I've done five and I space them out like maybe every couple months, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're not my favorite thing to do just because I find most of my business comes from online. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really nice to get out there and meet other local vendors in Kelowna, which right. I find really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you meet other, uh, embroidery artists as well or cross stitchers or anything? Um, I haven't yet through markets. Um, but my friend Courtney, another person, mm-hmm. um, she started doing a little bit of embroidery. So we had a table together. Um, but yeah, that was, I don't meet a lot of embroiderers here. Mm, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I, that didn't seem like a thing that I noticed very much in Kelowna, which is why when I saw your work, it just seemed to catch me off guard a little bit because yeah. I was just or no it caught it caught my eye more so <laughs> because it just seems so different from what Kelowna people normally do but I guess um yeah but no it's really cool to see that variety here and you could be really setting a name for yourself doing it at markets all the time because you're the you're the embroidery artist <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah I think um I should put myself more out there um mm-hmm. but with school and everything it's hard to set aside four hours to yeah. uh set up my table and everything. But when I do have time, I find it really beneficial. Yeah, totally. Now, is it usually through, um, through farmer's markets and things like that? Or is it just sort of like you or you just, or how does that process work for you? Um, the first few, actually the first one, uh, my friend brought up and I guess she got a table and then I just like pitched for the table. Mm -hmm. The second one, um, the person who owns it contacted me through Instagram asking if I wanted to. Right. And then the ones after at the East Kelowna market, um, I emailed them asking if I could be a part of it. Right. Um, but I have the only markets I've done a real like art based markets. Right. Um, the Kelowna farmer's market that happens like near the mall, I think that'd be a really good spot to get into, totally. but I feel like I need so much more product <laughs> to be able to keep up. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah. you usually do one of one, uh, work, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Most of my stuff, I don't do doubles of, um, if someone sees something that I've done and wants one, I'll do that, but mm-hmm. I don't normally stock stuff up. Right. Yeah, because I I guess I like to keep it interesting. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. What's the process like for you to create an actual piece? What's the time frame it takes from, you know, nothing to a finished product? Um, the time it takes, it really ranges. I 
used to never time myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of guessed. I'm like, oh, this piece probably took this amount of episodes of something. <laughs> yeah. um, but then I actually started timing myself just because I was curious. And the dog one I just did took like over 40 hours, which <laughs> I'm wow. like, yeah, which is insane to me. And then other stuff takes less, obviously, yeah. depending on the detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's the kind of work that you can zone out to while doing something else. So I can like listen to podcasts, watch TV or something. Right. Um, so yeah, if I have like during Christmas, I have like 16 (laughs) projects going on. Oh my God. Yeah. I've kind of overbooked myself, Um, (laughs) but I find I don't leave the house. So I have to make a conscious effort to like, Oh, I should probably leave the couch now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. They take a while. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Now, do you find that as you've gained more experience, it's a lot easier for you to make uh, pieces versus before? Do you find that you're very much faster at it? Much faster. And also, I just feel less like I'm back, like taking stitches out. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that saves a lot of time. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the stitches come a lot more easily, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 I bet. And, you know, the work that you do seems to be a lot more complicated than before as well. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. (laughs) I don't think I could have the patience for something (laughs) like that. I'm just, I like using the computer for, like, all sorts of different things, like photo editing and all that, because the computer is super super forgiving. Yeah. And embroidery is as well, because you can take out stitches, but I just feel like with the amount of detail that, like, say, for example, that piece that you brought, the skull with the flower crown i was looking at i was able to see like all the threads just go so evenly you know (laughs) where the eyes would be you know it's 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 crazy like that detail is so good and you have nothing like misaligned or crisscross or anything (laughs) that is something that i can't do at all (laughs) yeah it's uh the art of hyper focusing on something yeah but you also like zone out and watch like six episodes or something yeah it's more for background noise, but I don't know why, but it's just so easy. Like on schoolwork, it'll be like pulling teeth, trying to focus on one thing. Right. But then embroidery, I'll sit there for 20 hours. And I'll be like, oh, the sun is setting. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So is there any particular work that uh, that you want to eventually do uh, as, an, as, as an artist? Like say, for example, like a giant embroidery piece or like any particular... Yeah. Um, I had this idea cause I did one of like a little planet and I had an idea of like doing an entire solar system, having the sun be like a big 12 inch hoop and then have them like according to the size. Um, but I know that would take a very long time to do, but I think that'd be super, super cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How do you choose by the way, which hoops to get and, and what threads to get and like all that stuff, all the material. Um, I browse Michael's a lot. Um, and these hoops are fairly inexpensive, but I usually like paint them to make them look nice. And Mm then I, um, I'm pretty brand, like, what's the word? (laughs) Brand specific with, um, this one brand called DMC for threads because they're just really smooth and nice. And I don't know. I think, um, I just go to Michael's with like a shopping list of the projects I want to do in the colors. And then I just pick them out and go, (laughs) there you go. Yeah. But sometimes I go just to browse because it's addictive. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. I love going into Michael's Mm -hmm. actually a lot of the, uh, like say for example, that uh, black wall that you see right there to your right, that's actually a chalkboard wall that you can write on. And yeah, 
Michaels. Yeah, <laughs> they right. have it all. <laughs> they really do. But you got to be on that coupon game, though. You oh, have to have coupons because otherwise, yeah. it's all really expensive. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I just became a member like two months ago. Yeah, which is dumb because I've been <laughs> going there for so long. Um, but yeah, like fifty percent off, a, like anything. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I fine. mean, you got to. Yeah. You have to, especially with how much um, you're putting into it. Mm-hmm. By the way. Um, since you're making money off of the work that you do, you're, I guess, a business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the stuff that you do at Michael's, since it's for this work, um, I don't know if you know this already, maybe you do, <laughs> but you can go to an accountant and then put it on like a business account. So right. it, like, um, so, but that, so with all your Michael's purchases, you can just like have it ta- like write written off for your business, which is super sick. Which, yeah. Yeah. I've heard a little bit about it and I kind of want to uh get into it especially if i'm making money you gotta be on the good side of uh tax people so (laughs) i gotta look into that next tax season for sure yeah yeah and keep my receipts yeah yeah exactly exactly but that's that's really really sick though um thank you in terms do you have any particular favorites for the work that you've done uh any particular favorite pieces that you have um, I really liked the food ones I've done. So like I did a broccoli hoop and I did like a cherry pie hoop. And I think those ones are my favorite. Um, Why? but I don't know. I just like, uh, how they look. And I like the broccoli because they have the little, the little French knots again that make them look like the floret parts are yeah. really nice. Um, and I've gotten a lot of compliments on them, but I also like all the skulls that I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister's super into the skull aesthetic, so yeah. maybe she'll find one in her Christmas present. Who knows? Ooh. Yeah, don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell her anything. Yeah. She finds this podcast, so not my problem. Not my problem. <laughs> That's really funny, though. I um, mean, you also have like a really good sense of humor. I find with the oh. ones that you do. Like, for example, have a nice poop. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love or that one. I, I like that um, you're really clever with it. Like the Wi-Fi password. That's mm-hmm. sick. I would have that hung here. No problem. <laughs> yeah, I really like that one too. Yeah. And I bought those hoops from uh, Amazon, so they're a lot nicer, but I have to like raise the price a little because they're expensive. Yeah. But yeah. I um I want to buy a lot more of those hoops to make them look a little more poppy, I guess. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, how do you determine your prices for your work that you do? Um, It's really a never ending battle because I... I don't know, because it's hard when you're an artist trying to sell your stuff. Yeah. Um, because you're like, oh, what would people buy this for? Versus I spent 40 hours on this. Um, it should be worth more, but it's kind of, I'm always going back and forth. Um, so usually I take in cost and then just what I see it should go for. Mm-hmm. I have seen embroidery artists, like this one Instagram I follow, she does it full time. So mm-hmm. each hoop costs about like $700. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think I could do that. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So I see that versus, and I know she spends about, you know, 40 to 60 hours on it. Yeah. And um, then I think, okay, my demographic is more young adult sort of who probably can't afford $700 for a hoop. <laughs> yeah. Um, so mine's usually between like 20 and 80, I guess, depending. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I think honestly your prices from what I saw, really, really like generous. <laughs> I, I, I really think I'm like, wow, with 40 hours of work and it costs <laughs> only that much. That's yeah. really generous. I think I need to adjust my 
prices at some point, but it's yeah. just kind of that whole thing of, will someone pay this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. that's the tricky thing about being an artist though. Mm-hmm. You know, like even as somebody that's just wanting to take photos for people, it's like, oh, do you charge this much or that much? I don't know if I'm worth that much and stuff like that, you yeah. know? Uh, but the tricky thing though, is that if you price yourself too little, people don't take you very seriously. Yeah. But if you price yourself too high, then people won't be able to afford you. So it's yeah. like really, really tricky to know that balance. When I was doing photography, you'd like take pictures and most people who take pictures is like on their phone. They put it into like Visco, edit it and post it. Yeah. And then when I do it, you know, you get into Lightroom and then Photoshop and they don't realize that, you know, 30 hours are spent on editing one little part of the photo. Yeah. So a day later, they'll be like, where is it? And also I'm not paying you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, really? Um, You've had people tell you that? I've had people like assume that it was just a favor uh-huh. and I'm like, okay. And now like towards, um, like I don't really do photography anymore, but towards the end, like I'd get a contract and like make sure that we're all on the same page. But I was starting out then, right. but I still, even if you're starting out, I think you should still value yourself and your work mm-hmm. or else again, no one else will. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of people like photographers mm-hmm. will take tons of pictures for people and then they just keep on doing it and they keep on doing it. And the thing that to me anno- that annoys me so much is when people like with my friends that are photographers, um, their friends will ask them for favors like, hey, man, why not just like give me 50% off or a family discount? And it's just like those people need to make money for paying bills and like yeah. all that stuff just because they're your friend. I don't think it devalues what they do yeah you know? no doubt and like when people say oh i can't pay you but i'll pay you an exposure and that oh. whole thing like exposure doesn't pay the bills honey <laughs> like, <that> doesn't <laughs> nope. happen <laughs> nope absolutely not yeah so yeah i th- I wish that people paid a l- little more sort of like courtesy courtesy towards people that were doing all that great work for them because mm-hmm. artists make the world a much more colorful and interesting place yeah so yeah it's really hard too when you can find stuff at Walmart and yeah. they kind of base their prices. Cause I saw, um, a post, I forget where, but it was an embroidery hoop, but it was like a machine embroidered yeah. and it was like $10 for like a hoop. I know a good nine inches, yeah. $10. And everyone else is like, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, you can get it from Walmart, but at the same time, who are you supporting? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I think is crazy. So this Christmas, I hope to um, either make all my gifts or just shop locally in mm-hmm. Kelowna from independent people. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's me giving back a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel that way too, actually. I do want to get more so into, uh, local shopping. Like mm-hmm. I want to, I want to like, for example, we have like so much farmland around us and, you know, I've been traveling quite a bit, you know, um, I've been to Costa Rica when I was a few, you know, a few years ago. Oh, very cool. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the local fruit there is so delicious. And it's the same thing here in Kelowna. When you have local cherries versus Mm store-bought, it's just a world of difference. And the apples that we have here are so good. Yeah. And so that's one reason why I want to support local because like the milk and eggs and like all that stuff, I'm sure it'll be just tastier. It'll be supporting our local economy a lot more. For sure. And I think just going local is just sort of the way to be. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was little, I used to hate peaches a lot. I thought they were disgusting. And then uh, when I came to Kelowna to visit my grandparents, they're like, no, you got to try like an Okanagan peach. I'm like, okay, no. And then I tried it. I'm like, this is not the same fruit. <laughs> like, this <laughs> exactly. is so weird. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Just buying locally is just like, oh, 
It's amazing. Just local fruits is the best thing ever. Like cherry、mm-hmm. season in the summertime is like my favorite. Honestly. Yeah. yeah and they like melt、time. in your mouth. And t- anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's crazy.、Um, but、uh, yeah. And、uh, you're also getting into like zero waste and stuff like that as well. And yeah, I'm trying my best. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah.、Um, You know, and buying locally like supports that, right? Because、mm-hmm. instead of like having all the trash that like places like Walmart creates with like their hoops and stuff like that,、yeah. um, they'll be, you'll be a lot better off at like not creating as much waste and everything like that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, my next goal is to be able to like bring Tupperware to like takeout places, which is like a very small thing. But yeah,、um, like I work at Starbucks, and when I have to like put together the pastry case, every single little pastry is individually wrapped. And all of that's wrapped in another like thing of plastic, and all that's wrapped in a box. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like you guys are killing the planet. Yeah.、Um, but being able to see that and thinking about what I can do to try and reduce it、mm-hmm. and things that are kind of out of my control,、mm-hmm. being able to do stuff that's in my control is super cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because you can only control what you can control.、Mm-hmm. My girlfriend's doing the same sort of thing.、Uh, she, you know what tiffin boxes are? No. You know what tiffins are? Okay. So they started in India, or at least as far as I know. That's where I heard of them. <laughs> But they're basically like little metal containers, and they all go together in this like stack, like, I don't know, like maybe a foot high or whatever. And、uh, yeah, you can basically just have like your whole lunch just taken in this box. And、uh, those tiffins can be like as big as your hoop now, or a little smaller, or whatever. And for zero, Zero waste, it's really great because you don't have to then package it up in like disposable bags or anything.、Um, you just put all your foods and cakes and pastries and whatever you want in those.、Mm-hmm. And so, like,、um, the options out there are crazy. That's I, awesome. Yeah. It's <laughs> the whole zero waste thing is just amazing. Yeah.、Me. Yeah. I think there's a lot, like, a long way to go, but like、mm-hmm. little steps right now are going to help a lot. Yeah. 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 I, I wish that the world was just like, I wish you could just like flick a switch and it'd all just go to like zero waste and everybody bought locally and then like everybody owned a Tesla. That'd be the, that'd be the dream right there. Yeah, but, right? But、uh, nah, <laughs> it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. No. Yeah.、Oh, well. <laughs> it、One、is、day. what it is. Yeah.、Um, okay. So, what are your current goals when it comes to just embroidery? Where do you want to be at the next level? How will you know that you'll be there?、Um, I think. I've always debated whether I want to go full time with it. If, like, my goal is to be able to be successful enough to do it full time and quit、um, the jobs I have.、Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other side of me is kind of hesitant to mix、um, business and, like, my hobbies. And I was the same way with photography because I don't want it to become stressful and I、right. don't want it to drag the fun out of it. But for doing it for a year and being able to sell it, I haven't felt that way. So, I feel like going full time is my is my long term goal. Yeah.、Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of <laughs> going with the flow at this point. That's fair. Yeah. That's sometimes the wave of the artist. You just sort of have to like deal with what comes at you. Yeah, for、mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Well,、um, great. I think I've kind of ran through all the notes that I have here. So,、um, lastly, did you have any questions for me at all?、Um, when did you start this podcast? <laughs> The first episode, I think, was like the very end of May or like very beginning of June, around that area. So, 2018? like, something like that. Yeah,、okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think、That's、you、awesome. got it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> But very beginning of the summertime or、yeah. like near there. And what's your goal with the, this podcast?
going S- forward. So uh, there's a there's a very particular thing about this whole operation that I have. Uh, there's a there's a very specific reason why I'm not calling this for the Culture Canada podcast on Instagram because the podcast is just like a way to draw people in. Okay. That's it. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's free. It's a free way to draw people in. And in terms of like other stuff, I I, I plan on bringing this way bigger, and I want to, but. I, I don't want to go too into it right now. So, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but you'll see later. I'm this glad is... to be a part of it. So it's fun. <laughs> well, you're doing really cool work. Like I said, what your what your work was was really eye catching, and it totally caught co- totally caught my eye. And I just I thought it was wonderful, you know. And oh, um, and I wanted to sort of bring that out and give you much more attention for it because honestly, it's great. It's really oh, really cool. That's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank so, you. But uh, yeah, um, thank you so much for being a part of this. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, did you have any final words or anything like that at all? Uh, I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to plug your work. Okay. (laughs) So uh, make sure that you follow Quinn Bray. She is at thread for filth on instagram and on etsy make sure that you buy her work make sure that you if you want to if you like what she does follow her on instagram and ask her for a commission like ask her for different things you know get that girl some money so (laughs) (laughs) so um and uh yeah and if you like the show make sure that you follow us on uh, instagram at for the culture canada on facebook and also we'll be doing a um We'll be doing also some YouTube stuff eventually and more travel videos when I travel when I travel even more in, in the next year. And also make sure that you follow us on uh, Spotify and Apple Music, whatever your choice is. And if you do follow us on Apple Music, make sure that you rate us five stars and leave a great review. We would greatly appreciate that. It helps the show grow so, so much. Uh, but anyway, thank you so much. I hope you have a great day, y'all. 